0: Hi there, and welcome to this episode of the Everyday Millionaire Mindset Matters podcast, where I'm joined by my wife, Stephanie Hanlon-Francie. In these episodes, Stephanie and I will unpack the different aspects of what we refer to as Mindset Matters. We believe that today, more than any time before, we're living through the most impactful events in history, changes in the world that are leading to rising confusion, uncertainty, and ultimately, Fear. For those who are awake, your view of your world is the filter for how you will experience the evolution and changing dynamics of it. Whether it's the growing social and political divisiveness, the need to pivot in business or career, or shifting family dynamics, very few know how to deal with or manage what is unfolding before them. Whatever you're experiencing in your world, Stephanie and I have deeper conversations about mental, emotional, and spiritual health that provide a context for living that we hope inspires you to ask different questions and has you check in to ask yourself the hard questions like, is the path you're on the best path for your journey? Are you still clear on your intended destination or has it changed? Our vision is to provide you ideas and tools that you can apply in your life, that you can use to take steps in your evolution of being your greatest self and living your best life. Listen then, enjoy. Hi there, and welcome to the Everyday Millionaire Podcast, Mindset Matters. Stephanie. Hey, hon. You're with me again today, as always.
1: I'm always with you, even when I'm not with you.
0: My wing person. (laughs) My wing girl. Wing man. Wing man. Wing they, them. Wing person. Whatever. Okay. So... You know, this week, uh, what showed up was that we both had tough weeks. It was a really kind of weird and challenging week. Um, you you think it might be the full moon or something well, or blood yeah, moon?
1: For me, I'm sensitive to the moon and the blood moon and, you know, the astrology part of it. It was also an eclipse, which is bizarre. And, of course, the U.S. election, which had a lot of energy, negative energy, I think, out there. But... And then basically, it's just a matter of we had two power outages, uh, uh, probably more, but because we have a generator, we probably didn't notice. But there was a lot of, and that changed, you know, meeting times and it changed our uh, access to internet and Wi Fi. And it was just a bizarre week.
0: So thankful that we're prepared for those things. Yeah, no kidding. Okay. So this meme showed up. I don't know if it's a meme. I guess it's a meme, but it was really. Um, it's a, like a t- it's a tile, a, a tile, whatever you call it. I don't know what the hell you call it. Okay, so, and it went this way, and I actually posted it on my Instagram, but anyways, the the meme goes like this, the saying goes like this, it's a quote from Unknown, and it says that it's the first to apologize is the bravest, the first to forgive is the strongest, the first to forget is the happiest.
1: Hmm. Read that again.
0: Okay, we'll go through it again. Yeah. The first to apologize is the bravest. Yeah, the first that's true. to forgive is the strongest, and the first to forget is the happiest.
1: See there they go, forgive and forget. Right, those are two things I think we can unpack. What does that mean?
0: Well, I, I definitely want to get into the conversation around forgiveness. Now we've both observed, you know, and we talk a lot about what's happened over the past two or three years, three-ish years coming up three years in terms of COVID and lockdowns. And you know, recently we're starting to see that. Oh gosh, you know, maybe we did overreact. Maybe the vaccines weren't the answer. Maybe we should have done something different with monetary policy. So you're starting to hear a little bit about that, and then the kind of underlying narrative is about, you know, are we going to forgive and forget? Are we going to, uh, you know, the give people it,
1: that were were are, wrong? The do decision
0: you mean? maker, the decision makers, are we going to give them amnesty? Oh, yeah, no. Because think about what that happened globally to the economy was still at the effect of that. And it's
1: not going to get better.
0: And there's still still diversity. There's still divisiveness. There's still polarity of what is really the issues and what are not the issues. But the point is this. In this particular case, there was a lot of people that were at the effect of that. I mean, everything from businesses shut down to uh, not attending funerals or not having weddings or... I mean, there's such a myriad of... Shit that went yeah, people wrong. People dying
1: alone. Yeah. It was heartbreaking.
0: Yeah. So there's lots of anger. Mm-hmm. And so this is a topic about forgiveness in my books. That's where I want to go with this. And we look at how do we forgive? Because it's one thing we all get this. Let it go. Just let it yeah, go. Yeah, let
1: it go. No big deal. Come on. Move on. Gotta move on. Well, we wise do. words.
0: Well, there we do, but there is an expectation by others when something happens or you're a victim and you got to let it go. But what do you say to somebody who's, you know, a member of their family was killed by a drunk driver? What do you ki- say to a woman who was, you know, right? Uh, I mean, had some kind of trauma, physical abuse.
1: Yeah. And they're just supposed to forgive and forget.
0: You know, what do you do? Forgive and forget. Well, what does forgive and forget yeah. even mean? So, and let it go. You know, it's easy to say that. And I think that a lot of people feel pressure from others that weren't at the effect of it, didn't have the trauma, didn't have that experience. It's like, okay, you got to let it yeah, go.
1: And maybe not the empathy or the patience to, to help people go through what they need to go through to get to that place of, of forgiveness of, or even of self-forgiveness. That's another aspect.
0: Well, there's another, that's a, see, that's a great point because you know, you make a mistake, you make a mistake in business, you make a mistake in life, you maybe you have an affair. Uh, Oh my gosh, what did I do? And then how do you forgive yourself for those mistakes?
1: And then hopefully the people that you hurt can forgive you.
0: Okay. So there's a couple of different routes that we need to go with this. This is a big topic to unpack, but I think it's really important. And we know it's important for a couple of different reasons, you know, emotional, mental, and physical health. You and I believe, you know, right at our very core that any kind of physical ailments are are a result of our mental, emotional, spiritual wounds that aren't healed. And we can really have a physical manifestation of
1: of and something.
0: Of something, if we don't do that. Absolutely,
1: now, I call it dis-ease.
0: this ease yeah. right? And, you know, a uh, long time ago, for those of you who are, you know, if you're listening and saying, I don't know about that shit, that's kind of weird. But, you know, there's a, a one fundamental that everybody knows about, which is if you get an ulcer, mm-hmm. they they say you got to just take your stress level down.
1: Right. They connected ulcers to stress levels. They
0: connect ulcers to to stress levels. So it's all to say this is that it's most basic form. We know that. Now, what does that got to do with forgiveness? Because when we're carrying around this, what we refer to as a charge, but it could be the anxiety. It could be the emotional, mental, spiritual wounds that we're feeling.
1: Stress, not being able to control external events.
0: PTSD. PTSD. All part of it, right? And... So we're not experts in this particular topic, but we do have some things that we want to share, or at least I want to share, in how we look at that forgiveness and what it means to carry it around.
1: I mean, to unpack it, to to break it down into the component parts. So think about the word forgiveness. So where we get stuck sometimes is, like you said, moving on. Just move on. Get over it. You know, you got you to gotta grow up. I mean, that's that actually puts pressure on people, I think, that that can't get to that underlying what they're truly feeling. And it, a lot of it could just be anger. It could be fear. It could be, no, F you, I'm hurt. I'm not forgiving. This is really, really damaging to me. And I think probably why, you know, <laughs> maybe it's not dinner party conversation, but I think this is a conversation that is floating around in, in, out there right now
0: well we've all heard it I mean at some point most of us have heard somebody or maybe we've said it ourselves I'll never forgive them I'll just never yeah. forgive them for what they did and the challenging part about that is that when you don't forgive somebody, it's you that are
1: at, at at the effect of yeah
0: at the effect of that right It's you that's carrying around that weight and so that's the conversation today So it's one thing to say okay you know somebody is traumatized, through something, you respectfully kind of wait and you can see their sadness or their depression or whatever you're seeing. And you know, it's just like, you got to let this shit go.
1: You know, you you have- Intellectually, you know that.
0: Intellectually, yeah. you know that about them. So you may actually, you know, gently, but you put pressure on them. You know, you may go, you got to let this go. Like you've got to forgive and forget and move but how? on. But there's where we run into the problem, right? Which is- People don't know how to forgive, okay? So you can say the words, but that doesn't really mean you've forgiven because you've really got to feel it. You've got to get it at your core that you've let this go. You can actually say, I forgive this person. Now, that's not to say that what they did was right. As a matter of fact, it was 100%... You're forgiving them, but you're not forgetting what they did.
1: Because that's where the lesson is for you or letting the person like off the hook? I, I don't well, get it.
0: To, to say I, for, I forgot about it would be naive, depending yeah. on what happens. I mean, there's different degrees of trauma that might happen. There's different degrees of things that are happening. And when you carry a grudge, for example, you know, what are you doing? You're really carrying that incident around you're carrying maybe that person around and, and that's
1: taken up a lot of real estate in your heart in your, your
0: head in your head energetically spiritually yeah. and so you have to now shift it now there are certain things that you can do uh, ultimately because we're forgiving you know we when we're talking about forgiveness we're talking about how do we forgive ourselves how do we forgive forgive others but let's just talk about others for now and there's some fundamentals that we have to get to which is first off we have to realize the damage that it's doing to us.
1: By not forgiving or holding grudges.
0: Or by holding grudges, right? It's, It's us that's doing the damage. And at some point we have to realize that I don't wanna take my energy and I don't wanna give my capacity to that. And, you know, there's an old saying, which is, you know, Being angry at somebody, being pissed off at somebody, holding a grudge against somebody is like you drinking poison and expecting them to die.
1: Especially if they don't know that you're angry with them.
0: Well, even if they do.
1: Even if they do. But most of the time, in my experience, when people make up stories or they've got a story that they've told themselves about how they felt based on an action I took or something that I have no idea that that's how they interpreted it, I have no idea that that person's angry at me. None. None. Have you had that experience? Like of course. I, yeah. So when you think about it, you know, we're, you know, the first presupposition of coaching and and NLP is everybody's doing the best they can. That's the first presupposition. I go into everything and every situation. And maybe I'm a little bit too forgiving and wait too long before I get the real lesson. But if I truly believe everybody's doing the best they can, it's much easier to get to that level of of grace and of forgiveness.
0: So we have to consider first is, was it, you know, what was the trauma? You know, was it a business deal gone bad? Was it a physical, mental, spiritual assault? What was, what are we forgiving anybody for? Was it something that was done directly to us or was it something that was done directly to somebody else that we... That we
1: love, that we have the effect, be at the effect of, I mean, there's so
0: many different scenarios, right, that can make us angry and and... And, and then, of course, what are we doing that the mistakes that we're making, that we live in guilt, we live in shame. Those are all things that how do we take and forgive ourselves? Here's the thing. Statistically, and just whatever data matters from psychologists, et cetera, is people don't. They actually just bury it. Ooh. Right? They, for, they yeah. pretend it didn't happen.
1: Yeah. They, or they don't put enough emphasis on it that it actually affected and hurt them deeply.
0: Exactly. So they operate on top of it. It's a little kind of like the pebble in the shoe. And, and sometimes it shows up as a great big open wound blister at the wrong time. And then you kind of don't take the time to heal it, but it scars over. And these are the traumas that we carry through. So in this particular kind of conversation, understanding first off and having an awareness is where are you not forgiving a scenario? Where are you not forgiving somebody? Where are you not actually forgiving yourself for a mistake made that you operate on top of, that you feel guilt, you feel shame, you feel like, oh my gosh, what did I do? I screwed up everybody's life or my life or their life. And so these are things that are happening to people. And the the light that's being shone on it really got bright given what was happening in the world around the COVID scenarios and all of the things that were happening in the world. Right.
1: And the decisions that were made by people who weren't at the effect of those decisions.
0: hundred percent. And these are the things that we have to look at. So it's not to minimize them and ignore them. It's actually to acknowledge them. And, you know, in the kind of process of forgiveness, the first thing is, Let's say something happened and somebody did something to us. Let's use that as a scenario. Okay. It doesn't really matter what it is. We're holding it as really traumatic and or a, it impacted us in a big way. We're angry. We're pissed off. And it's okay for others to say, just let it go and then pretend it didn't happen or choose to ignore it or whitewash it. Whitewash it. But is there an underlying thing that is happening that's eating away at you? So these are things to consider. So first and foremost, it's okay to be pissed off. There is a process for letting go and there is because how do you forgive? Okay, I said it. I forgive them. Like I don't want to yeah, talk about it I anymore. but I don't really but underlying is that you don't, right? So the first thing is is ask yourself, you know, what would it be helpful if you got an apology? You know, somebody said I was sorry. Would if it that- was
1: sincere. But I don't I don't find right now that if people are saying they're sorry, they don't really mean it. They're saying sorry just to appease, I think. Sometimes,
0: Yeah. And and depending on what happened, for example, with some of the politicians that made decisions and, you know, locked up people in churches or whatever the story is, there's lots of, there's millions of stories out there, right? Mm. So those people are angry and they're pissed off. I don't know what that does on a societal level. Let's just get back to kind of how do we process forgiveness? You know, the first thing is to acknowledge that you're pissed off and be angry about it and and be okay with just being angry you need to get through that phase of it pretending it didn't happen or pretending you're not angry is not part of the process that's or pretending
1: ac- that you're not a part of the side of the equation that hurt people yeah right i mean i think about society or community or public health there is no public health there's people there's individuals and i think what happens is that when you when you brush everybody with the same or you wash everybody with the same brush or whatever it's called then you don't actually look at the individual and i think that's where the forgiveness and the peace need, the forgiveness peace needs to land is that there are individual human beings that are really sad and really angry and i think for them to be able to process how they're truly feeling could move into a direction of forgiveness or to be able to receive the apology but if you get stuck in anger and you can't, you have no place to express it, it's dangerous as well.
0: Exactly. And as we go through the process, you know, you say, well, I forgive them, you know, and and, and really, is it sincere? Do you really mean it? Do you really feel it? And, or are you just saying the words?
1: If you have to actually think about it, when, it, when you know you've wronged somebody and you have to face them and really feel, if you can feel and have that empathic experience of how much you've hurt somebody, it can be devastating. It can be devastating. I know there was a time where I knew that I'd hurt you and it wasn't on purpose, but I was so mad at myself and so angry, but I had to get to that myself and feel it and then take responsibility for it.
0: Exactly. Now that's on both sides, right? So If you're feeling this sense of, oh, I've got to forgive or I've got to let this go or, you know, the question becomes, how do you do it and why do we have to do it? So, you know, forgiveness is actually not to let somebody off the hook, okay? It's to set you free. It's to release the chains or the connection you have to that incident, to that person, because as long as you're connected, that's the weight. It is about discovering who you are. Now, in doing some research, it's not discovering who you are. It's it's actually being able to be your true self without a filter called I'm carrying this grudge or I'm carrying this trauma with me. And by the way, folks, you know, it's interesting about forgiveness is that, you know, in studying this and researching it, it can be a whole lot of little incidents that we let go, let go, ignore, ignore, ignore. And then the next thing you know, the sum of the parts, the yeah. sum of the pissed offedness <laughs> that.
1: And you explode you at some know, random thing. You know, it's
0: that supervisor. It's why people go postal, right? That phrase, right? Ooh. You know, because something is happening in their life. It's like going home kicking the dog when it's got absolutely nothing to do with the dog. These are the things that pile up. And if we and don't. And that resentment.
1: Yes, that, that's the resentment that's underlying. I think the the need or the need to be to seek forgiveness.
0: Exactly. So if you chain your story to that, and the forgiveness is letting go and not letting the past rule your present and understanding that you're, lost, you're losing your identity. You're not even being able to be your truest self because you've got this chain that you're carrying that is actually holding you back. It's actually connecting you to the past. So in the case of somebody that you have to forgive, it really is stepping back from it, acknowledging that they did this and that you're pissed off. It doesn't mean that you're trying to forget the incident. It's to release and say, okay, If I can step back and have some empathy, if I can understand where that person was when they made the choice to do what they did. Or on the other side of it, where were you when you made the choice? What actually, you know, let's say in the context of, I don't know, having an affair right? You would never do that. You had a weak moment and boom, you have an affair and you just feel guilt. You feel shame. You go, oh my gosh, how do you forgive yourself for that? What's the process? How do I get through that and not operate on top of it? Or am I just going to continue to bury it? First off, it always starts with empathy and understanding and putting yourself in somebody else's shoes, putting yourself in where you were in that moment and kind of working backwards from how you got there. And how
1: do you hold yourself accountable, though, in that situation? Because if you know you've done something that's against, so deeply against your own values, and then you have to face a partner or a spouse and say, I screwed up, that takes a lot of guts.
0: It does. And, you know, those are all decisions that people have to
1: make. You know... People, uh, like like politicians, you mean? They have to sit and take responsibility? I don't think they give a shit.
0: You know, I, th- I think, you know, because you're, True. you know, yeah, it's like, you know, when, you, when you're when you dealing with a narcissist, a narcissist doesn't know they're a narcissist. True. They have no clue. You know, that's just...
1: But they'll call others narcissists you know, Of course they will. psychopaths and yeah. sociopaths. And, yeah. So let's
0: break this down. It's going to get too, I, I think we're going off on a whole tangent here. Oh,
1: no, I think our listeners like that.
0: Okay. <laughs> so when we look at how we can... Be so, in other words, how do we heal ourselves? How do we? N- nobody's suggesting you forget, that's really not it. If you forgive, it will go away, it will fade away. But as long as you are holding on to it in anger in grudges in you know dreaming of the day that you're going to be vindictive and get back at them that's all a big energy leak that takes you out of what you're doing today you're living in a past story so you're actually chained to that person to that incident to those people and when you live in that place you actually are not being your truest self you're not releasing so you're not operating from a place of love you're operating on top of a whole bunch of stories and trauma not that it didn't happen but you can't be present to it when you're living in and the just past think of
1: how damaging that is to your future and to the vision that you have for your life i mean we get one life and yeah there's been a lot that's gone down the last couple of years but it's been happening it's been coming there's been a slow boil for many many years and when you are at the effect of something at this point where you're now demanding forgiveness or you're demanding to be forgiven, then I think there's that's another distraction. So to your point, how do we take responsibility, honor the fact that where we are is where we are. We have to stay true to our values. We're going through the eye of the needle right now in order to get to the other side and to continue to be a contribution. We can't hold on to these grudges. We Do we forgive? Mm, yeah. I can, do I forget? Mm -mm. Not forgetting.
0: Okay. Nobody's asking you to forget. As a matter of fact, this isn't about forgetting, but it is about forgiving because keep in mind that, you know, that trauma, that story you have is like holding you in prison and you're locked into it. And until you release that, until you forgive, then... And forgiving
1: is just about hope as well, right? Like,
0: no, forgiving <laughs> is, isn't well. forgiving is to, you know, there's a, there's a, a, a phrase that goes along the line is that you can't give you is forgiving is giving up hope that it could have been any different.
1: Mm, right. And that's, oh man, that's so damaging to think that it, oh, it should have, could have, would have been different if I had just, if they wouldn't have done this or that. Oh my gosh. That's another trap about not, and not <laughs> allowing you to move forward. Right.
0: Well, it is all a mental game. And so these are. There's no one answer, but the first is having an awareness that you're operating on top of something that you really haven't forgiven it. And how do I forgive it? How do I let it go so it doesn't consume me? How do I let it go so it doesn't mentally, emotionally, spiritually uh, take away the the you know that I'm giving that energy away? So there's a couple things, right? It is a mindset game, and we look at you know some great quotes. You know, one is that. You know, God says, I have sent you nothing but angels. You know, mm-hmm. so every... Every person. Every person that shows up in your life was there for a reason. What is the lesson? How did it move you forward? And don't make any of it wrong. Examine it from a different place. Empathy. What was that person? Put yourself in that person's shoes. And this is the most difficult thing to do because you have to make up a story about what it is. You really don't yeah, know. You don't know. But it's a. It's but a, you're still
1: making up a story on your side. You are right? Yes. So, so that's a really good point. So putting yourself in their shoes and knowing, not knowing their story. And I remember one of the, you know, things that I've learned is you never, ever, 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 ever five times know what's going on for someone else. And they may have done the best right action at that time for themselves. And it didn't go and, well. For and them. they
0: may have not had any intention, right? I mean, somebody who drinks and drives and has an accident and, and hurts, maims, damages whatever that might be. And we have laws against that. We have laws against that. But it doesn't mean that they
1: set out to kill someone. So, and yeah. that they,
0: they shouldn't have forgiveness. We don't know what's happening and, and and because, you know, this is public record by the way, but a, you know, famous hockey player when he was young, he actually got drunk, he he drove, he killed somebody. He actually went to jail for, for a short.
1: Yeah, vehicular manslaughter.
0: Vehicular manslaughter. And he paid the price for it. And he had to live with that. Yeah. And, and he had to heal that wound. And one of the ways he healed that wound was, of course, to carry that message forward. So there's another phrase that is hurt people hurt people.
1: Yeah. Say that again. Hurt people hurt people.
0: Exactly. So we know that sometimes if that damage is done, what seemingly intentionally, it's also coming from a place. Now, this is the most difficult thing to wrap our minds around because you're going, I don't give a shit. I'm not forgiving that asshole. Like, that's what they did. But understand this. That's the drinking poison Mm -hmm. and expecting them to die. And so it doesn't serve anybody. And this is why forgiveness is so difficult, but it's so powerful, because it actually takes and gives you your power back.
1: And you're not ignoring what happened. You're actually folding it in to the lessons, to the learnings, to the compassion and expanding your own consciousness. I think that's the interesting thing about forgiveness now that I'm kind of really sitting into it is that how do we as human beings move forward with the lessons that we learned and gently move into a space of total grace I have a, a tool that I use with my clients and it's called uh, a forgiveness letter. And I think we may have learned it at Hoffman, but uh, ultimately I write a forgiveness letter probably every couple of months, either to myself or to someone who I feel like I need to forgive or I'm asking the universe to forgive me. And it's a really powerful tool, you know, and I, I don't know if it's something that, you know, we want to dig into today, but ultimately the forgiveness letter is a letter that you, I would suggest you don't send it. <laughs> Some people do, but um, for me, when I can write, put pen to paper, and just start writing about my my pain and my hurt and what I think they did to me and what happened to me, and if I can get it to okay, well, how did this happen? And why did this happen? And is it truly happening for me? Because at the end, I always write, you know, a reason, a season, or a lifetime. You've come into my life for a reason a season, or a lifetime. And I have to get the lesson as to which one of those it is. And then I close it with, and I love you, and I let you go and release you to your highest good and mine. That's how I get to the bottom for me. And it's layered, 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 layered.
0: point in this and what you just said i think is the fact that it's intentional you first have to acknowledge that you're carrying this anger around this grudge this vindictiveness this this pain exactly but the pain usually translates into something along that line and so you know when we go back to what i said earlier so you know forgiving is giving up the hope that it could have been Another what or any other way, yeah. right? Than it was, and it's also accepting what's happened to you, but it doesn't mean that you're accepting that it was okay that it happened. No, but no, but that's a fundamental understanding. Like so, people think
1: what well, I have to just forget, and then that's okay that they did that to me.
0: But but okay, slow down, because what I'm suggesting here is that people don't know what forgiveness is really about. Right. This Got is what it. they think it is, and what I'm saying is, it's not forgiving. It's not accepting what has happened to you and that it was okay that it has happened. It's forgiving the person or the person. Persons or the situation, and understanding that you can't have undone it. It happened the way it happened. Do not carry it around. And so, but it's not as simple as let it go, right? (laughs) right. That's what we've got to get to in all of this. And
1: well, that's what I think when some people in this situation that we're in right now with COVID is they want this COVID amnesty thing, is they just want us, you know, certain people to just let it go. Just forget that we shut down your business. Just forget that your mom died by herself in a hospital bed. Just, just, you know just forget that and move on come on we got to forgive but that i think they're missing a point there to what you're saying here hun
0: well you do have to forgive that don't forget is that don't, it's yes, not yes i get
1: that but without the acknowledgement maybe maybe i'm the person that says okay well let's take responsibility for the the decisions that i made and that i may be forced upon you
0: if we're hoping for a apology if we're hoping that a politician's going to put their hand up and go, yeah, yeah, screwed up. Sorry about that. They're not, no, not going right. it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So again, you know, forgiveness does not exonerate the people who did the work or who did whatever they did. It doesn't exonerate, it doesn't even exonerate us from doing what we did.
1: Or doing, thinking we were doing the best we could with the information that we had.
0: Maybe, or maybe it was feeling like desperate times and we had to rob that bank. Right. You know, we, you know, we don't know. (laughs) But so it, you know, we have to think about what I'm trying to get to here is that forgiveness doesn't change the circumstance that occurred. Forgiveness does not exonerate the person that the, the perpetrator. The perpetrator. We'll call it that, right? You have to look at forgiveness is a gift that you're going to give to yourself, mm-hmm. and then the trick is how do I get there? Okay, this happened to me. I'm not exonerating that person. I can't, you know, think that or or hope that it wish it could have been different. It is what it, it couldn't should it
1: would have been different. It, it isn't
0: right. <laughs> nope. So this is what I'm suggesting in all of this is that in doing the work, we have to just step back from it and going by not forgiving. We're at the effect of it, right? The perpetrator is not at They've the effect just moved of it. On. They've moved on. They're doing something. They're living a different life and they may remember it and they may feel some guilt and some shame around it. Okay. Well, and then
1: they jump on their private jet and go to another island.
0: Well, okay, settle <laughs> down. So the point is, is, if somebody walked up to you and said, "You know, I'm sorry, I drank and I drove and I caused this accident and this damage," okay, do you think that will it will that make you feel better? Will they will they go? I really feel guilty and I feel a lot of shame. Hmm. Does that help you? No, forgiveness is really right. in about, your it's, heart. It's personal. It has to be there. And getting to it is very difficult. Now...
1: oh what... yeah, just don't step over that because I'm seeing it from the reverse now. is like, think about the, the mother that went to the jail to forgive the person that killed her son.
0: Huge. Those, like, the, the, that's,
1: that... the, that's the thing, right? Like she, to me, the strength of character And to look at that person and say, I don't know you, but you took my son and I was killing myself with hating you. And now I see that that was only hurting me.
0: It was only, and it
1: didn't, didn't, he didn't get out of jail because of it, but she was freed from that emotional pain. That was amazing.
0: So there's a phrase that I've used often over the years, right? Which is no forgiveness as in N-O, forgiveness No peace, as in no peace. Right. No
1: forgiveness, no peace.
0: No forgiveness, as in K N O W forgiveness, no peace. K N O W peace. Yeah. And so these are, this is really the work that we have to do if we've got these things that we're operating on top of. Because when we hold grudges, we are actually giving our power to the past. Where you know, we talk about energy leaks often on the show. And this is an energy leak, but it is being held hostage to a story that you can't change. It is uh, hostage, being held hostage to the past in a circumstance that you can't change. The person or persons or even yourself that you're not willing to forgive is stopping you from seeing opportunities, living into the opportunities and, you know, connecting to You know any kind of higher power, it shuts you down, and you may not know it. But it's also often manifests in different ways, whether that be anxiety or stress, and then all of a sudden it's injury. You know, honestly, I see it
1: all the time. Drink,
0: you know, you're drinking. You know, it it makes numbing. You know, whatever might you know might be drugs or whatever, you start to numb the pain. And some people, I think, are actually not even aware of that.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: They have that trauma, so. You know, as we wind this down, we see that it is a big topic. Hopefully, we've given some thought to or some ideas around how do we let it go. It's not simple, it necessarily. Isn't. And I'm
1: wondering if that's why we don't get invited to a lot of dinner parties. Because, <laughs> you know, we want to have these kinds of conversations.
0: I don't know. I think we get, uh, you know, look, <laughs> if I look at my waistline, I'm going, I get invited to more than I enough know. dinner parties.
1: But, you know, there's a, it's a really important to consider is that, are, are people happy? Are we having these conversations, especially right now where the wound for so many people is so deep? And then some people are so in denial that there was anything done. You know, it's Canada. We live in the best country in the world. Why would you forgive Trudeau? Like, And then the other people are saying, you have no clue. So it's just creating a bigger divide. And I think if we can offer anything with this particular conversation is to no forgiveness, no peace. 100%.
0: And as we and just to, you know, add one other layer of depth to this in consideration, you know, this is a mindset game, right? And we have to be aware that it mentally is draining us and or taking away that energy or limiting something. But there's another side of that, which is something to consider in that forgiveness is how is it for the abuser? How is it for the perpetrator? How is it for the person that caused the trauma or made you the victim, right? And that's all to say that when you look at the other side of that equation, sometimes that helps. These are all just tools to look at. Now, there is an interesting exercise that you can do, which is, there's a lot of things that we don't forgive and that we just ignore. And that could be an insult from, I don't know, a waiter.
1: (laughs) Yeah, sideways comment.
0: Sideways comment. You're at work and somebody uses passive aggressive comments to control you and it pisses you off. And, you know, every day you're walking into that.
1: Or the new one, gaslighting.
0: Gaslighting, you know. And so the point of this, folks, is, you know, as you listen to this, consider that the exercise is to, number one, allow yourself to be pissed off about it. But don't live in the pissed offness. So the exercises take two, three minutes, four minutes. Often, every day, could be part of your morning routine. What am I operating on top of in terms of that I need to forgive? It could be forgiving the Amazon driver for you know throwing your package over the gate in the rain. I don't know, but there are little things that happen and to they build this. up. It is the sum of the yeah the parts. Part right? And so these are just things to consider. And all of this is about how do we sharpen and be the best we can be. And forgiveness is something that is really kind of, from our perspective, particularly given what's happened over the past three years ish. I mean, it's one of the reasons that we started this podcast is we were seeing this great divide, this polarity, this divisiveness, this anger, all of the things that were happening in the world and people being challenged and really legitimate challenges. Let's face it. I mean, this stuff is really serious and we can't give away our power to the past. We can't continue to give our power away to the politicians. You know, nothing pisses me off more, but I'm not going to live in the story of it and give away my power.
1: You know, that's, I think also your training in stoicism, you know, the line I'm using or have used over the last little while about success with my athletes is success is focusing on your path, not your past.
0: Beautiful. And on that note, we'll call it another edition of mindset matters. Thanks, Stephanie.
1: Thanks. That was fun.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. If you found value in the podcast, please take the time to rate and review and share with others, share with your friends. As it is my goal to always improve and to provide the highest value for you, the listener, if you have any comments, suggestions, or questions you'd like answered, please email me at ceo at That's ceo at r-e-i-n Canada dot com. I look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, Patrick O.